Welcome back to Open Metalcast, bringing you the best in Creative Commons licensed metal music. My name is Craig Maloney, and this is a special interview episode with the band Carthasy. Recently, I got the chance to speak with Lindsay, the drummer of Carthasy, and ask him a little bit about the band, which is based out of Perth, Australia, and about their new EP, Apertures. So I'm here with Lindsay from the band Carthasy. That's is that how it's pronounced, Carthasy? That's right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about yourself and uh, what do you do? Uh, g'day, my name's Lindsay, and um, I hit drums in Carthasy. Awesome. Very cool. I'm a, I'm a fellow drummer as well. Any particular influences? Uh, I take them from everywhere, man. I'm, I really love the hip hop sort of styles. I'm big into my prog. I like my post rock. It's just trying to trying to make the best thing for the song awesome sort of like josh freeze then josh freeze absolutely um yeah it's mike portnoy obviously is up there oh, but yeah a little, bit, a, a little bit less less flashy maybe than him um yeah a guy called mark heron from a band called ocean size is a huge influence as well gavin harrison is yeah too many oh, i love gavin gavin's amazing it's, he's totally a chameleon so- it's uh, you can you can always pick when he's playing though that little the hi hat things he does are just yeah, real distinctive. Yeah. It's like he he kind of you know kind of hangs out in the background and then just pounces on you. It's amazing. Stuff. Yeah. No, I saw him saw him live a couple of years ago and he was just he's a machine. Yeah, I love his King Crimson work too. It's just awesome. So yeah. who all is in who all's in the band uh, besides yourself? Okay. Well, aside from myself, there's uh, Gary and Willem, and they both play guitar and sing in varying quantities. And um, there's also Glenn, who is our resident bassist. Awesome. Very cool. How long have you guys been together? Um, I was looking at this last night. We've actually been around since 2007. So we um, have a bit of a habit of doing things really slowly. Um, Yeah, during that time, we've played a whole bunch of gigs with some awesome, awesome local Perth bands. We've recorded our demo. And now we've finally gotten around to, to making something which, at least I think, does a pretty good job of representing you know, who we are and what we do. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about uh, Apertures, your EP. Well, yeah, Apertures, look, it's the release that we've wanted to make for a really long time. Um, musically, it's it's all over the place. There's there's a hideous sludge metal hanging out with you know, twinkly, girly post-rock. There's bits of mental prog. There's There's a whole lot of stuff in there. And about a thousand bloody time signatures and keys. Um, but basically, though, look, we're we're very proud of it, and we're just looking forward to getting it out there as much as possible and hearing what people think. Very cool. About how long did it take for uh, for you guys to to piece it together? We've we started pre-production about the start of the year, and we did our first tracking in studio in March. So it's been a, a pretty long process, even with that. Okay. Cool. Well, why don't we play a little bit from it? Uh, what song should we pick? Uh, probably start off with Crawl. This is the first track. It's about two minutes long and it's nasty as hell. Awesome. So this is Crawl from the Aperture ZP.
So since there's only five uh, songs in here, can you tell us a little bit about what the songs mean and uh, what what they are actually? Uh, the track listing, or well, just a little bit about the songs on the album. You know where they sure thing where they came from. Maybe you know any little anecdotes that, that are in there. No worries. Um, well, look, I think they they are really varied. I mean, there's there's an eight minute monstrosity that we've been trying to get right for four bloody years, and um, you know, and and that's on the same EP as Crawl, which you just heard, and that literally came together in an afternoon. Um, in terms of writing, look, there's songs that we wrote together, jamming as a band. There's songs which Gary, the guitarist, did pretty much the whole thing himself. Um, look, I think what what ties them together musically is while the whole thing is pretty prog, while there's a lot going on, there's a lot of changes and whatever, where individually we're not going out and trying to do flashy stuff to show off how great we are at drums or guitar or whatever, how many scales we can play quickly. We're always, we're always very consciously trying to play to make the best songs that we can so that we can get excited about them. That's our big thing. And um, yeah, hopefully others can enjoy them too. You know, the, the vibe that I got off of this album, uh, it sounded a lot like uh, A Perfect Circle's Merdenome. Absolutely, yeah. They're a great band. They're a huge influence on us. Very cool. It's a lot, like, little bit of Tool, a little bit of OSI in there. Uh, Kevin Moore's album from Dream Theater. Yeah, there's... Look, we, we, yeah, we are definitely... We definitely draw influence from a lot of the prog guys. Um, um, and, you know, a band called Ocean Size as well. And, you know, who are just... Phenomenal prog band. Um, I need to check even, them out. They are fantastic, and but then there's also, you know, there's there's a lot of influence from bands like you know from bands like Deftones and Isis, who I think share a real sense of restraint. Both of those bands, in that they they do only what's necessary. Very cool. Very cool. So, who did you get to uh, to record and mix the album? It absolutely sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it turned out turned out pretty pretty big. Hey. Um, like the album was produced with a guy called Matt Geo here in Perth, Australia. And um look, he did a phenomenal job with everything. It was sounding huge even before we got to the mix. But I still think it's got a, a bit of soul, which is what he's big on. His his whole approach the whole time was to, in his words, make it sound overproduced without overproducing it. Um and like he's he's really open minded as a producer as well. There's heaps of weird guitar tones and instrumental bits in there. Um in one of the songs my snare drum is actually Matt smacking a beer glass against a table, um, and we ended up sampling that and using that just because it sounded cool. Um, we got it mastered by a guy called Forrester Saville over in Melbourne, and he's yeah known as the go-to guy if you're a heavy band in Australia. He's done some some big, amazing albums, um, Carnival, Butterfly Effect, Dead Letter Circus, you might have heard of over in the States. If not, you should definitely check him out. I will, um, definitely. Everything. Everything he touches, it everything he's produced or mastered just turns out massive. In in the words of another band here, he gives everything a ten foot cock. <laughs> that, that perfectly sums it up. It's it just there's a <laughs> lot of space in this album. It's it's like he just I put the headphones on uh, before this interview and I was listening to the album again, and I just I get lost in it. It is amazing how how spacious it is. Oh, cheers, man. That's yeah, nice of you to say. It's it's definitely what we're going for. Definitely, uh, we we don't want to be anyone's background music. Awesome. So it, I also noticed um, I downloaded the M, the uh, the FLAC files from Bandcamp, and I noticed yep. that each of the songs appears to have a different photo associated with them. Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, well, look, we're all we're all pretty visual musicians, if if that makes sense. Um, we'll often try to describe a particular bit of music to each other by saying it sounds like I don't know a, a purple dog jumping around or something stupid like that. Um, when when we were, or sounds like you're standing at the edge of an ocean, something along those lines. And when we were producing the EP, I, I think at one point I tried to tell our producer Matt that the guitar tone needed to be more green and less blue. So, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got there eventually, but, um, yeah, look, the pictures are, are just a reflection of, of what we have in mind when we wrote the songs, what we were aiming for, where we're coming from. And, um, look, I'm always, uh, we're always really interested to hear whether people agree or disagree with what we're picturing. We've had some people say the complete opposites to the pictures we chose. Really? But it's just, adding, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the, um, the last track apertures has a photo from like a sunset on Mars and we had people saying that it's, you know, something that, that wasn't the vibe they got from it at all. But it's just nice to get that that feedback and it's just adding another aspect to the EP. Very cool. Well, speaking of which, uh, why don't we pick another song from the EP? Uh, which one should we play? Okay, well, look, let's, let's get sludgy. Let's play the last track. This is called Apertures. It's the title track, last track on the EP. And, yeah, hope you enjoy it.
So you've um, you've released this album under a Creative Commons license, and I was just yeah. curious, what prompted you to use Creative Commons over just releasing the album for free? Yeah, well, look, we we released Apertures under a, under a Creative Commons license just because we think it's it's the best way for for listeners and bands to show each other respect. Basically, it's it's obviously in our best interest to get as many people as possible to hear what we do. And, and, and we want to hear people doing interesting things with it in film or art or remixes or whatever. And we, and we want people to hand it around to, to share it. It just seems a lot more realistic than us trying to retain full control over something when we know people are going to share it. We know it's going to get out there. And look, we want them to share it anyway. That's, that's, what, we, that's what we want. I just think it's more respectful yeah, to listeners to, to give them more freedom in, in how they choose to consume our music. That's very cool. Um, what, what drew you to the creative commons license though? I'm just, I'm curious if you had like a software background or just heard about it or. Honestly, it came to us uh, through a site called Bandcamp, which is just, you know, the, in my opinion, at least the best music website out there. It's, and when you're uploading things on there, they're big on creative commons licenses and it just, I've, I think we've all been a little bit disillusioned and uh, with the whole music industry, the way that licensing and copyright works for a long time. And yeah, we saw that as an option on Bandcamp and we just figured to run with it. Awesome. So I know this album hasn't been out too much, uh, too long, I should say, but I was wondering if, if you had heard of any places where your music had shown up. Yeah, well, look, it's it's only been out for, for two weeks or so, so um, we're still waiting on that one, but... Look, if anyone listening feels like chopping our music into tiny little unrecognizable pieces and you know making a death metal or a black metal or a you know, dubstep version or something, then look, feel free and send us the link when it's done. Love awesome. to hear it. Awesome. Are there any other ways that you've promoted your album? Yeah, look, well, online we're putting it everywhere we can. We're you know, putting it on every forum, every blog, every dodgy image board, um, every <laughs> tremendous, every tremendous high quality podcast. You know, it's. Uh, like, and, and and offline, we're doing a whole bunch of different different things around here. We've we've printed up wristband USB drives, and we're sneaking them into people's pockets when we go out. We've uh, got stickers. We're spray painting our logo everywhere. Basically, we're just being as annoying as possible in the hopes that yeah, someone will eventually notice us. That's very cool. Um, so I, I getting back to the album itself. I thought I heard something. Uh, it's like a little tabla sound. I think it was in drift. Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, at the start of drift. That it sounds like a tabla. It's actually something called an oud, which is oh, okay. an, it's like an Ethiopian. It looks like a pot with a hole in it or another hole in it. Um, and it's it's that actually isn't isn't me playing it. That's a, a, a dude over in Melbourne called Aaron. And um, it's you play it by putting rings on your fingers and and tapping and popping and whatever. And I just think it's a really cool dynamic. It's a really cool sound to start the song with. That's a very amazing, very amazing. Um, do you guys have any upcoming shows or a tour going on or <laughs> look, we, the, uh, the hard thing about living, living where we do in Perth is the, uh, next nearest capital city is about a five hour flight away, oh, but man. look, we got, we got plenty of, plenty of gigs in Perth lined up, but I, I think there might be some, um, some transport problems for a few of your listeners all around the world, but Understood. Look, if they, <laughs> if, if, if they come, look, I'll, I'll buy them a beer. If they come overseas to our show, I'll buy them a beer on the spot. How about that? Now, what um, beer? It's <laughs> not going to be that Foster stuff that you guys export, is it? 
Mate, we do not drink Fosters. I've se- <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I have I have seen Fosters on sale twice in my life in Australia. Yeah, no, it's I, it's yeah. it's just not a thing to do. Serious business. We we take our beer seriously here. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So um, so yeah, what is the music scene like in Perth? The local scene is fantastic. Look, because we're so isolated and. For a while there, at, at, anyway, um, uh, we didn't get much in the way of international or even national tours. They'd they'd go down the the east coast of Australia, so that's Melbourne, Sydney, and that, right? And then they just never bother to make it across the desert. So there's there's a, a real thriving scene in Perth. Some of the bands that have come out of here are just incredible. And look, some of the the bands around at the moment, I'm going to drop some names. There's, go for it. Yeah. Uh, there's Archaean, there's Law of Attraction, there's Red Sky, and there's Chaos Divine, and that that's just you know metal bands who come to mind, like the real heavy stuff, and like they're they're all you know really really top quality bands with you know incredible songs, incredible production, and it's just all contained within this little local scene, so it's really good. Do you know of any other uh, Creative Commons bands that are in the area, or is what you're doing pretty unique? I honestly haven't looked for haven't looked at the licensing details of those other guys. I'll, I'll check it out there for you. Right, no, that's no worries. I'm just curious if you knew offhand. So, if uh, if we want to know more information about uh, Catharsis, what do where do we go? What what do we do? Yeah, well, look, it was, all the information is it's on our website, Carthasy.com. That's C A R T H A S Y. Um, it's on our Facebook, on our Bandcamp page. We got a SoundCloud now. Still got a bloody MySpace sitting there somewhere. Ouch. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. Hey, um, <laughs> but all of all of the information is is still out there. And look, the EP is up for pay what you want download over at over on Bandcamp. And look, if you like it, if you're listening and you like it, please you know give us a like on Facebook, share it with your mates, and let us know what you think. What's the best way best way that we can support the band? Best way, look on the on the Bandcamp page the. EP is up for pay what you want download. So if you feel like getting it that way and feel like giving us some money for the for the EP, then we'd be obviously hugely appreciative. But we've also got um, we've also got physical copies, which are all done up real nice with the artwork. And I'm I've got a box of them next to me here, and they they look pretty cool. So they're available for purchase as well. Cool, very cool. So how should we close this off? Uh, what song would should we play? Let's let's finish off with Inhale. This is uh, track three on the EP, and it's a it's a bit of an odyssey. It's it's a bit proggy. It's a bit long, um, but I think it's yeah, it's the centerpiece of the EP, and we're all really proud of it. Awesome. So this is Inhale by Carthazi from the Apertures EP. Thanks so much. Yes. No worries. Thanks for having me.
I want to thank Lindsay from Carthazy for taking the time to talk with us. Reminder to head on over to their website over at carthazy.com. That's C-A-R-T-H-A-S-Y.com. And also check out their Bandcamp site at carthazy.bandcamp.com. Reminder, it's the bands that make the show possible, so head on over to their shows, buy a t-shirt, buy an album, whatever it takes. Let them know that you care and that you heard it here on openmetalcast.com. And also, if your band would like to be featured on this show, and you have a Creative Commons license, I'd love to hear from you. This whole interview came about because Lindsay sent me a note, and I took the time to pounce on him and ask him if he'd like to do an interview. So if you'd like to have your band featured on the show, send it my way over at Craig at openmetalcast.com. Thanks so much for listening.